Hello, and welcome to another episode of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium. When we last left our heroes, they had just faced a terrifying Ultra Beast in the middle of Barbocella. They survived, but they were terribly injured, and had to spend several days in Sanjem Town, recovering. Ouch. Le ouch. In the intervening time, they also discovered several possible locations where Team Astro might next try to strike. As such, they are preparing their teams, training their Pokémon and themselves, going back and forth between Route 201 and Gabriel's home in Sanjem Town, and preparing themselves for the battles they may face ahead. As we zoom in, Julian's Turtwig Daisy has just defeated an opponent Pokémon. What what kind of Pokémon? Uh, let's say it was, a uh, Zigzagoon. There's a lot of those you can fight. There are. Yeah. Alright, and how does she defeat the Zigzagoon? Well, she, uh, I would say, uh, she just learned herself a new move. That yeah. being, uh, destructive la- razor, well, I almost said laser leaf. Laser leaf! <laughs> uh, a destructive <laughs> razor leaf. And just fucking pelts the the thing. (laughs) Zagoon! And Zigzagoon kind of like flinches and falls over and then just quickly gets up and scurries away before any more damage can be done. But in the wake of this victory, all of a sudden, Daisy has begun to glow. Whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> and I, I so, run over and just hug her. <laughs> so what has happened is she has become significantly larger. Her shell has gone from brown to yellow, and her jaw has gotten bigger. And from her shell, two large green bushes have sprouted. You have hedgerows. <laughs> <laughs> And as, as you pat them, they quiver a bit, and then with a little boop, a bunch of little daisies spread out of them. <gasps> oh, oh my gosh! Julian's just loving this. He's hogging her. How, how heavy are girls? Oh, that's a good question. Let's find out. Uh, 97 kilograms or 213 pounds? Oof! Can't really lift you now! <laughs> <laughs> I guess Julian, like, tries, like, ugh! Okay, you're 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 a big girl now. Grottle. <laughs> well, hey, like, I guess I, I guess we're getting to that age, guys, where our 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 teams are starting to grow up a little bit. Yeah. Just, just constantly petting her. <laughs> so, Gabe, what's the plan now? I don't know. Have we decided where we want to go first? Because I think we still have business in. Uh, Lil- Twin Leaf. Twin Leaf. I almost said Little Leaf. Uh, that's, that's several that, regions that's away. very far away. <laughs> uh, we still have business in Twin Leaf. Want to go over there? Sure. I have no preferences, so <laughs> wherever we go, there's going to be progress. All right, to the wagon! And uh, Billy rears up. Ponyta! <laughs> <laughs> it's been a very productive five days since you guys decided to start training, like... All your Pokemon have learned several, or almost all your Pokemon have learned some moves. They have grown closer to you and each other. 
Actually, Belle, how's Cassidy doing? Um, Cassidy has warmed up to uh, the rest of the Pokemon somewhat, you know, still kind of hesitant. And uh, she'll sit on my lap now, so that's progress. <laughs> Yay. I'm imagining it's only a two day or two or three days will pass, so Rowdy still doesn't want to go very far from the sw- uh, the, the swaddle I have set up for it. <laughs> but whenever I have the chance, I, I, ha- I have Rowdy out in the pouch. Yeah, and Rowdy will just kind of like sit there and <laughs> wiggle her arms. <laughs> she doesn't weep as openly anymore. <laughs> Actually, we should also check in with the babies. How's how's Ashley? I have her. I, I have for one Daisy like following alongside the wagon and have like Ashley riding on top. Nice. You, you've already restructured your team, so Daisy is now a mount. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I guess she she's just loving it. Rats, 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 rats. And some, she learned teleport, so sometimes she just... <laughs> she she bamps away and then bamps back. Should have named you Nightcrawler. <laughs> or Blink. Yeah. Yeah, either one. Um, and how's the wild child? He is still in the uh, baby harness. <laughs> but he is taking his training from the other fighting Pokemon, so... Disciplining himself a bit. Did you guys do like a, a, a? Did you guys do a karate kid sunrise training? Oh yeah, <laughs> on the poles. Oh yeah, like Rock and Lee are both just like fucking. His, they're basically his uncles, so like <laughs> teaching him everything that they know. Train the body, train the, the mind. mind. <laughs> yes. And it's like Dillinger and Rock are actually standing on poles, but then uh, Lee is just floating beside them. (laughs) Some might say that's cheating, but... You fools need the poles. I do not. (laughs) So, Lindsay, go again. Yeah. I was just saying that there's like that training montage song from Karate Kid in the background. (laughs) Alright, so you guys are making your way through Route 201. At this point, you're pretty familiar with it because it's not a long route, and you just decided to spend your time grinding here. Uh, There are several Pokemon that you're already used to seeing. You see Executes, you see Zigzagoons, you see Rattatas, you see Male Nidorans, and you see Doduos. Okay. Do you want to catch them at all? I think we need to slow down our catching. (laughs) Good! You chose wisely. <laughs> if anything, we'll, we'll, we, like, I guess, train against them, but unless, yeah. No. No, not right now. Yeah. We're, we're, we're making our way to, I keep wanting to say Lily. No, that's not right. It's keep Twin Leaf. Twin Leaf. Well, well actually, uh, when you near the end of the route, you see a fork in the road, and if you were to head south, you can head to Twin Leaf Town. But if you continue heading west, you can go to the Verity Lakefront. A very quick detour? Yeah, sure. Sure. Let's go. The Verity, Verity Lakefront is a little bit more humid than the rest of the route because of all the ambient water. There's 
Also, oddly enough, a few snowdrifts just hang around the ends of the trees, despite there not being any other colder weather in the rest of the area. The water there is very peaceful. It's an almost perfect circle of a lake surrounded by trees. You see maybe one little copse of clearing across the lake from you. There is a small dock and a small rope bridge leading from where you guys are to the entrance to a large stone cavern. And there are also some Pokemon you can hear rustling around in this area or see in the water. Hmm, perception? What are you trying to perceive? Just the Pokemon? Or you're looking for anything specific? You have to try and figure out what what the sound what which Pokemon these could possibly be. Trying to de- decipher them by sound. Yeah. That'd be Pokemon education then. Lesson. Lesson. Hey. I'm but- just, I'm I'm rolling you know what? To make you happy. Hey, hey. General perception. If it's Pokemon education, I can help you with that. <laughs> uh, my Pokemon education is a two. And your score um, is what? Excuse four, me. Five. Excuse me. I'm four. <laughs> no, I said mine. It's a, a two. Let's see. I'm going to use my... Uh, should I use perception or cult education on the cavern? Um, I'm gonna use a cult. Yeah, because that would be like knowing the history of it. <laughs> yeah. So I rolled a 10. Oh, for so I got a 12, 6, 12, 15. Okay. Okay, so we'll start with the Pokemon that you guys observed between your perception and your Pokemon education. What you see are, in the water, you see some yellow star-shaped Pokemon and some round blue Pokemon with spiral designs. Yeah. Um, fluttering, yeah. Through the, fluttering through the trees, you see some tiny round green birds. And then, also occasionally, you see just a little pink and gray Pokemon just bounce out of the tall grass and then back into it. And then boing, boing, boing. Uh... Now, as for the cavern, Belle, you recognize this as the Verity Ruins. They were probably once some manner of temple back in the ancient times of Sinnoh, and people used it to worship Mesprit, the guardian of the lake and the being of emotion. You're also aware that several years ago, this cavern was raided by Admin Mars of Team Galactic in order to capture Mesprit and complete Team Galactic's nefarious deeds. Okay. So I relay that information to the boys. Hmm. Want to check it out? Do some dungeoneering? Yeah, I mean... There's... There there used to be a legendary Pokemon amongst this ruins... Who knows? It could still be lingering around. I guess. Alright, we go inside. Alright, so first you guys will have to roll me acrobatics. Oh, I can't be too boastful in that regard. That is a three. Wait, I got more at. 
I got two. <laughs> I got five. Okay, so, Belle, you lead the way across this little rope bridge, and you just breeze past it. Uh, Gabe, you end up stumbling a little, and you end up kind of having to crawl across it. <laughs> so, your your pants are going to get wet in the lake water. <laughs> Julian, you get halfway across, <laughs> slip, and go headfirst into the lake. Balls. <laughs> Did you, you know, lose any? What? Did you lose any? Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I assume we left our bags at the plane. So. Yes. All we have are health levels. Yeah, they're they're clipped on. Yeah. Uh, so with our recent expeditions of sailing, Julian kind of likes swimming now. <laughs> He's also part Alolan. Yeah. So yeah. I would hope he's capable of swimming. Well, yeah. It, it was just like, like back, the looking back on, on an episode that will come out much, well, not later. It'll be it'll be out by the time that this comes out. Yes. Well, so. I, no. Yeah, yes. It'll already be out. Uh, Julian once said he didn't like swimming. But oh. because of certain events, he does like swimming now. <laughs> you so, don't have to be cagey. We're releasing these in chronological order. I know. Derp. But what if they did? No. <laughs> <laughs> Refreshers. And, and also. Pardon? What if this is their first episode? Um, well, go back and watch the first episode. Yeah, I'm jumping I in at, like, right now. <laughs> You're missing out on so much. So much cool rocks. <laughs> also, I am I am picturing that one clip of Jason Momoa signing autographs while the paparazzi are there, and one of them's like, "Dude, can if you're playing Aquaman, can you swim?" And he just dead down like, "I'm Hawaiian, bro." <laughs> I guess Julian swims the rest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and climb out. A slightly shorter Jason Momoa, anyway. Yeah, Julian's only six feet. Yeah, he's still oh taller than the rest of you children. Yep. <laughs> Even though Bell's what, like two years older than him? Uh, well, no. Like we're all eighteen. Well, Julian will be turning eighteen. Oh, okay. Year. She's more mature. And <laughs> she, I'm the young one. Jesus. She, well, actually, you're you're technically older than me. What? Actually, funny enough, we've just passed Gabriel's birthday in real time. Oh, wow. Because you said it was like February 15th or something? Oh, well, then yeah. it would have already occurred. Because you guys started in spring. Yeah. yeah. And th- yeah. this is like, you said, what, May or so? Yeah. So those two are... So Belle and Gabriel are already 18, while Julian's a November kid. Oh, shit. I know that feel. Yeah. <laughs> also, Belle could definitely lay Julian out in a single punch. Yes. Slut <laughs> pow not if my charm has anything to say or not. <laughs> does it doesn't Don't. work on Belle. <laughs> Don't. I'm like a negative zone for charm. <laughs> Bell is where charm goes to die. <laughs> Anyways, let's keep going. Anyways, yeah, so Julian climbs out of the lake. 
uh, smelling a little fishy and looking like a drowned rat. (laughs) 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 Okay, let's go inside. Alright, all right, this sounds like rowdy. This might be dangerous. I'm putting you inside. You enter the ruins, and just inside, they're kind of dark, but not so dark that you can't see. Your eyes are adjusting. There's a lot of craggy rock faces. You can see the remnants of some carvings. Um, the main thing that draws your eye is a large hole in the ground with a ladder going into it. So you guys can roll your... Pokemon education, your general education, your occult education, and your pers- not perseverance, perception. But tell me which one you're rolling. I'm rolling well, Pokemon education. Rolling perception. Rolling occult. Thirteen. I got a fifteen. Okay, so Bell does not glean anything new off of these like remnants of carvings that you didn't already know before. Um, Gabriel, you know that areas like this, where legendary psychic-type Pokémon hang out, if that's what Mesprit truly is, is a psychic-type, then there's probably also Unknown in this area, though you don't necessarily spot any. Um, Julian, you see what looks like a figure hiding behind a rock over in the corner. Is anyone there? Hello? Hello? I guess one of us shines a light on it, or...? Yeah. We got our flashlights out. Uh, so yeah, you shine your light, and you see, like, a tuft of green hair, and then you just hear a muffled, like, oh no, and then it ducks behind the rock again. Hello? We're not here to hurt you? Anyway? Hold on. I could try to charm it using my Poke Psychologist use my Pokemon Education roll for charm. I'll also roll charm. Thirteen. Oh my god. Uh, six, twelve, five, seventeen. Nice work. Now we the park. So yeah, after you guys call out, the head pops up again, and it's a kid. Maybe eight years old. They've got green hair and freckles, and when they open their mouth, you can see that they're missing one of their front teeth. You alright there, buddy? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, you, you guys are okay. Oh, okay. What's your name? Wagner. Uh, I'm Kurt. Hi, Kurt. Hello? I'm Julian. And this is Gabriel, and that's Belle. Hi. Uh, Kurt looks at three of you. His uh, gaze lands on Belle. Like, uh, what's up with her? Oh, she's just like that. Wait, sorry if I don't mind back uh, backpedaling. You said we're okay. Are there others around here? Yeah, there's uh, there's a ex uh, archaeology. The archaeology people are down in the ruins, but something. There's something off. Uh, not, not like her. Something else. <laughs> something else, huh? So, so sorry, sorry, Miss. I, uh, I, I sense things, and there's just something iffy about you. <laughs> Don't worry, she's with us. She's, she's proved her worth. 
It's called resting bitch face. I can't help it. it uh, it's uh, cancer. I'm so sorry, Del. <laughs> um, that I, I think it's like. <laughs> I think it's like resting bitch aura. Um, I'm not supposed to say that word. Don't tell mom that I said that. Don't tell um, the. Yeah, don't... it's not nice word. Don't tell the I'm ghost sorry, I said that either. Me. But it's accurate. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Kurt, you mind showing, like, showing us these people? Uh, or, I... Are they deeper in there? They're, like, they're down the hole. I'm not supposed to go down there. They they got mad at me when I went down there. They said that I was in the way and that I might hurt myself. Yeah, that might be true. Uh, <laughs> did they... What were they I, wearing? You didn't. You didn't press them. I, I imagine you didn't need to, to press them for questions. But did they show any author, uh, uh, authentication that they were indeed part of the underground society? Part of the underground society, like for instance, this. And I show up my membership. Yeah, yeah. They no, yeah. They look. They had badges like that, and they said they were part of the underground society. Like they, they seem fine, and everyone else, like Barry, says that they're fine. But when I look at them, they're. I can't figure out which one, but there's something wrong with one of them. And 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 they don't believe me when I tell them about the ghost. The, the ghost? Yeah, there's a ghost. Where Where's the ghost? Oh, you know, she's around. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we may need Kurt to help us out. Uh, I, I'm not... I'm, I don't want to go down there. I don't want them to yell at me again. We'll make sure they won't, because you'll be accompanying us. If well, we're both, if we're, if we're all part of the underground society, then we can provide ample care to you. Um, I don't know. It might be dangerous down there for him. I'll have Ashley teleport you out in case. <laughs> oh, cool! You've got a routes. And uh, he looks at Ashley, and Ashley looks at Kurt, and her. I mean, you can't see your eyes, but you imagine they're just lighting up. And she starts to just blink around him like rats, 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 rats. And then she uh, stops in front of him and she kind of touches her horn to his forehead. <laughs> and there's like this purple glow just kind of surrounds them. And Kurt seems to become very relaxed. He's like, okay. She says it's going to work out. Oh. You can talk to Pokemon? No, uh, I think Ashley talked to me. Oh. Oh. Okay, then. Because I, I mean, no one really believes me, but I can see people's auras. And I've read that routes can do that, too. So I think... I've heard of this. I think the combination means we can talk. That's... Kind of cool. It's kind of like what Lucario can do, right? Oh yeah, I've read about him too. All right. As yeah, totally. As I look at my <laughs> <laughs> this occult stuff, that I don't know the first thing about it. <laughs> Should I roll occult just to? Oh well, what are you rolling it for? Um, I was just wondering if, like, if I roll occult, then I would know stuff about Lucario and the legends about it and <laughs> about it to. Gabe or um probably not because Lucario doesn't necessarily come up in the occult stuff that often okay yeah 
And I can't imagine you'd know more than, like, the base knowledge everyone else does. Okay, so anyway, let's proceed. So do you, do do you want to come down here with us? Yeah, I'll, I'll come down now. I, I think, I think it'll work out somehow, so. Okay. Alright. Sweet. Head on down. Alright. Climb on down the ladder as you do. Uh, it gets dark for a brief moment, and then it's, there's a warm glow because you can see some torches and floodlights lighting up the area. When you land in the clearing, it is a much more clearer temple. Like, you can see pillars on the walls. You can see facades and mosaics and carvings in these ruins. You can see the remains of tiny little, like, um, votive offerings, like, painted pictures of legendary Pokemon, or like, little sculptures, or... I won't go that far. Okay. I'm not, I'm not gonna turn this into the mysteries of Demeter. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also, you can, hear, you can hear some voices in the distance. They're too far off for you to hear what they're saying, but you... It's a good guess that they're the people from the underground society. Okay. And also, there are, like, it's not in perfect condition. There are some parts where it caved in. There are some parts where if you continue to walk down this hallway, because that's basically what it is. It's kind of a hallway tunnel. You're going to have to step over some piles of rubble. Okay. Uh, I guess we kind of... I guess while we're walking down, Julian's going to roll general education on these ruins. See if he remembers anything Dad told him. Okay. That's six. All right. So you remember just the general concept of the the Lake Temple ruins. So you know that there's three of them in the Sentinel region. That each one is devoted to a different Pokemon, known as the Lake Trio. Um, each one had a different aspect of humanity was meant to guard, like emotion, spirit, willpower, that kind of stuff. Um, and they are also connected to Dialga and Palkia, who were quite often thought of as, leg- as legendary until Cyrus opened a hole in space and time and tried to remake the universe in his own image several years ago. Okay. But that's the extent. You don't really recall any specific details about either previous expeditions or whatever expeditions might be occurring now. Okay. Okay, um, so I guess I'll roll a cult. Okay. Roll that shit. Eleven. Alright, on an eleven, you see in these mosaics, you're not super well versed with these aspects of Sinnoh history or mythology, but you think it's portraying some manner of creation myth. Uh, you you recognize these shapes of Darkrai as well as another Pokemon that seems to be made out of moons. Okay. And you um. also see um, an image of a large spiky Pokemon with like it's on four legs and it has like a really long back head. Okay. And it looks like there are spots in the wall where there may have been gemstones at some point. Alright, like, for reference or to try and determine which Pokemon? How about both? Can I do both? Well, yeah. Like, one leads to the other. Yeah. 
Uh, so the Pokedex was Dilly D, Dilly D. Pokemon image unclear. Potential legendaries de detected. Potential match Palkia. Potential match Dialga. Potential match Cobalion. Um, and that was for the four, the larger four-legged one. And then when you point out the one made of moons, it says pretty much the same thing, and it says potential match Articuno, potential match Meloetta, potential match Cresselia. Okay, so the one made out of moons is probably Cresselia. Potentially. Thanks, <laughs> Dex. <laughs> Yeah, I want to roll a perception and see if I can find any items within the rubble. All right. Eleven. Um, you ruffle, you you rifle through the nearest pile of rubble, uh, but all you really come away for, with is a few shards, some green and blue shards, like three of each. Okay. Okay, so I guess we. All right. So I keep walking. Uh, about halfway down the way to the voices, uh, Kurt all of a sudden uh, stops. He's like, "Wait a minute. I think, I think she's coming through." Who? The ghost? Yeah, yeah. And then he turns around, and I imagine you guys do as well. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. see. A figure walking down the hallway, and it's a female form. She is cloaked in a pink and light blue robe, and as she approaches, yeah, she is a little bit see-through. That that's not a person there. This is straight up a ghost. Uh, and as she walks, as she keeps going past you. Uh, you can hear her muttering under her breath, and she's like, Oh, our, wonder our wondrous Lord Dialga, please protect us in this time. These horrid, t these torrid times were war and strife rage across the land, and through your envoy, Mesprit, allow us to secure our emotions and not fall into rage and hatred like so many before us. Um, does anybody want to roll occult or perception? Perception. Yeah, I think yep. perception is best for me. Thirteen. It's Fifteen. Thirteen. Alright, on a thirteen for a cult, you figure that this is probably some kind of shrine Miko for the temple, so a person who regularly worshipped and staffed the temple and helped others worship, and potentially even channel the power of the legendary Pokemon into their own being. Okay. On the 13th perception, you see that in her hands, she is clutching a uh, brownish-gray rock with two dots and a zigzaggy line on it. And on the 15th perception, you realize that, like, as she passes by, you catch a glimpse of her face, and you're pretty sure she looks like Cassandra. I see that. I rub my eyes. Yeah, the fact that she looks like a little bit like Cassandra. Oh my That's god. Scary. 
and uh, Kurt and Kurt says, "Wait, wait, are you guys saying that that looks like someone you know?" Yeah. yeah. Are they alive? I, we think yeah. so. So I have questions. Me too, kid. Me too. I mean, the ghost has always been nice. She just walks around doing her duties to the legendary Pokemon, everyone says. Yeah, it's just a little unnerving. I've never really come across a ghost person. Come across ghost Pokemon. Hell, we have a couple. (laughs) (laughs) Are any of the ghosts out right now? Yeah, what does Sadie Um, or Sigurd do? I'll pop out Sigurd and Sadie. So you you pop the two of them out, and they see the ghost pass by, and as they do, they just bow their heads in brief reverence. Oh. Hmm. So obviously a lot of respect from the dead. From the dead for the dead. For the dead, yeah. <laughs> it's all the same. Mutual respect. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's new. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know how to think about that. Let's go find those people, how about <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I guess we head towards where we heard last heard. Yeah. So continuing down that way, and eventually you do come to a larger opening in the tunnel. Um, you the first thing you see is that there is a huge cave in on the opposite side of the room from you, and the second thing you see is the what looks like the remains of a large Pokemon statue in the center of the room. It's kind of collapsed in on itself, but you can see four legs still standing and like a head that just kind of thudded onto the ground uh and there's also three archaeologists around it there's two girls and a guy hi hello uh they turn around and one of the girls shouts well what are you doing you're not supposed to be- civilians are not supposed to be down here this is a flash clo- badge flash badge uh and <laughs> Kurt just holds out a- up Ashley <laughs> um, and then she like kind of catches her with, oh, all underground society members, huh? I didn't know we were getting any more people in. Uh, we just happened to be passing through, and we were just interested in coming in the ruins. Um, no, and we... then the other girl's like, "What? You're just you're just here to sightsee. You're not gonna help with anything." I mean, it seems we, like... we 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 don't have any sort of form in which we know of registered events, so do you need help? I mean, yes, we need so much help. I mean, and she gestures at the statue and the cave-in and then the statue and the cave-in. <laughs> we are literally up to our necks in artifacts, and there's only so many of us to go around, and Indy can only come in the field half the time because she's battling kids at the gym... So yeah, we can use some help. How many years training do you have? Uh, two weeks. Actually, more like three, four. A month, about. <laughs> it's really only like two weeks. <laughs> we we are mere just we are mere geo dudes in this grand scheme of things. Gravelers. <laughs> well then, 
the best way you can help is to stay there and don't touch anything. I mean, do you want, like, we plan on heading. We might pass through Warburg, so maybe we could take some of these artifacts to the, the museum. Something like that. Uh, and then the guy, he pipes on like, uh, actually, that that may not be a bad idea. Like, we have a chuck wagon. Do you have any way of transporting, like, precious materials? Uh... Like, do you have any, do you have any kind of, like, filing system where you can store these, like, items, these stone items, these really interesting stones? (laughs) (laughs) Boy, do I have a thing for you. (laughs) And mentioned the Cool Rocks box. Oh yeah, yeah, so Afra, that that would totally work, don't you think? Yeah. And the the second the second girl's like, Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I guess I guess that would help when we're trying to transport stuff back. But you've gotta be really careful. It is super fragile all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make sure to not like Tokyo drift around. Or you're you know, eat them or anything. Totally not eat them. No, no, that that she she's out of the party. Yet, so. <laughs> um. Also, can I assume that Billy is keeping an eye on the wagon? Yes. Okay, so we cut to Billy doing literal burnouts in <laughs> in the clearing. <laughs> Lord Flame Wheel, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's smoke and fire everywhere. What happened? <laughs> Uh, anyways, we cut back to you guys, and uh, the one archaeologist, Afra, she's now pointing at Billy. And this kid, I know this kid is not registered. He tried to sneak in here before. He, it is unsafe for unsupervised children to be down here messing around. Well, he needs to leave. Well, he's not unsupervised. We are supervising him. Uh, and Kurt just kind of shrinks, like, yeah, they, everything, everything's supposed to be okay, because they're here. Wait, what? <laughs> Ashley says that you guys make stuff better. I mean, she is right about that. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that right? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're supervising Kurt, making sure that everything is okay, making sure that everything's fine. We, we are just interested in what you guys are doing. If we can help you out by transporting some of your goods back to the museums, then we are more than willing to do that. <gasps> Isn't that right? Yes. Yes. Alright, so the archaeologists, they like, okay, hang on. And they go over and they do a little huddle and then every once in a while one of them looks at you guys and like, and then they break. Like, okay, yeah, we have a few items that you can take back. Um... You need to be very careful with them. They're of extreme archaeological and historical importance. Um, actually, to make sure that uh, the, the first the first uh, lady archaeologist, she pulls a protocol, to make sure that nothing serious happens on the way out, I'm gonna send Babe with you. And so she opens the Pokeball, and a little gray pig-like thing with a spring coming mm-hmm. out of its bottom and a pearl on top of its head. Pops out. Okay. Yes. Dilly dilly dee. Spoink, the bounce Pokemon. Oh, I'm trying to find one that isn't morbid as hell. 
There's a lot. Splink keeps a pearl on top of its head. The pearl functions to amplify this Pokemon's psychokinetic powers. It is therefore on a constant search for a bigger pearl. <laughs> needs a bigger <laughs> catalyst. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also bring up the to help move stuff with his mind. <laughs> My name is Militoit and I am the Mind Freak. <laughs> You can talk? <laughs> I freak! That's the camera. And then he pulls out a keyblade. No, different podcast. Oh, different podcast. <laughs> Alright, so Babe the Spoink bounces over to uh, the spot where they stored their bags and uses its abilities to float several sealed cases up into the air and they just kind of start orbiting around it and then it bounces over to you guys. Splank! Splink! 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 Alright, babe, why don't you lead the way? Splink! And it starts and bouncing out. Help out if you can. Meditate! And it uh, walk, floats over, and like you see the, like, the orbit kind of grow as they combine their psychic powers to ease the weight of the objects. Are you guys going to stay out, or are you all leaving too? Uh, I'm going to make sure that they get to the cart. Okay. I'm going to... Um, I'm gonna try to make an intuition check on the individual who seemed pretty pushy about being unsure about us from the from the get go, because I remember Kurt saying one of, he was worried about one of them. Yeah. So I I'm gonna see if my intuition picks up on anything. Um, I guess I'll just. My... <laughs> and I get triple ones, baby. Ooh, <laughs> you trust this person with your she... life. She seems great with kids. <laughs> <laughs> I guess while I'm looking back, I'll use my intuition and just like make a very quick peek. I could help you with that, but I also have a three in it, so why not? Just roll. Okay, better. Yeah, better than mine. <laughs> uh, that's a four, a two, and a three. That's a nine. Uh, she just seems very passionate about her job. Okay. Um, um, I'm gonna roll a perception just to see if I can glean, like, what. I guess, I, like, I know ex- that they're there for archaeology purposes, but I guess, like, just to get a better read on what's going on. Okay. Like, with the I people? Guess. With the people or with the area? They're Good basically ass. just excavating the area to see what they can find. On um, any anything that seems like it would be a major archaeological find, they're storing in crates and boxes so that they can ship it back, so that it's not buried underneath a temple. That it may seem structurally sound now, but clearly stuff collapsed before, so we don't want stuff to be crushed. Like important historical evidence of previous cultures getting destroyed just because of the natural elements. Okay. I guess what I want to do is an intuition, but my intuition is a two, so... So you can just see what you see around the room, then, with a perception, in that case. Yeah. If there's, like, any clues, if there's, like, ulterior stuff going on, I guess. Nine. Uh, on a nine, you don't really 
notice anything at a place that you didn't before. Okay. Um, although if you're sticking around, you, and I guess Gabriel noticed too, Kurt is, uh, he's kind of locked eyes, not necessarily eyes, but he's staring at the rubble in the center of the room of the statue, and he looks really concerned. Are you asking the archaeologists? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll ask them. Alright, so the one guy, he's like, Oh, oh, this, it, it would have been so cool if it was still standing. This was a statue of Dialga, the time god. Okay. Or, well, I guess god, we shouldn't be throwing around terms like that, even though it was definitely worshipped as a god back in the day. And... It was involved in a plot to rewrite reality several years ago, so God may not be the scientific term, but it should be. <laughs> so, uh, how did it end up in rubble then? Like, just... Uh, and Afra, the one who was a li bit, little bit more passionate and pushy. Oh, it was just the, the time, basically. Like, these things, they've been around for at least a thousand years, probably more. At a certain point, they just can't support their own rate, and they collapse from the elements, or from people attacking them. I mean, there were fights going through all the temples during the final war that created the Sinnoh region. I mean, there were, a lot of people don't know this, but there are tunnels connecting all three temples that run underground. And people tried to use them to either escape from areas that were under attack or ambush people who were trying to hide. And at a certain point, a lot of them probably collapsed in a way to attack or defend these areas. Okay. That's another thing that we're trying to do, is we're trying to excavate these tunnels completely. But it is extremely slow going because one wrong move and everything could collapse. The we have no idea what the structure is like down here. It could support everything you see for another hundred years. It could fall on us tomorrow. Okay. I guess I glance over to check on Kurt to see how he's doing. Um, and you hear him just whisper something under his breath. You hear him say, It hurts. What hurts? I don't know. Is that doing something in the rubble there? Yeah. Hmm. And he uh, starts walking towards the... Actually, he doesn't walk. He takes off at a run towards the rubble in the center. And he gets halfway there before Afra basically runs over and scoops him up under the armpits. Like, no, 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 you are not touching that thing. I do not want it falling apart anymore. I also do not falling apart on you. <laughs> and this just reaffirms that Gabe's idea that she is great with kids. <laughs> Clearly knows what she's doing. Well, I've got Sadie and Sigurd here. Maybe they could check out what's in that pile of rubble. Well, it seems that the there the researchers are are impeding us from getting to there. They're in front of us, so we'd have to deal with them first. Because I don't think they want well, us uh, to pester around think, with it either. I think ghosts can go invisible, though. Mm. Oh, you're going that route. Going ghost. <laughs> going ghost. Going ghost. Let me quickly check that. Uh, yeah, Sadie can let's get invisible. Oh, yeah, they can both let's get invisible. <laughs> okay. So I just, like, quietly tell them, hey, 
go invisible and um, check out what's in that rubble pile. Hornet. Let's go. And they kind of. Um, and then you you don't like you watch where you think they are, um, and I imagine are you also watching the researchers to make sure they don't spot anything that doesn't get spotted? Yes. All right. So as you watch the situation, you see uh, some smaller rocks getting poked around at the foot of the statue. Um, one of the scientists hears that and like looks at it and then looks at you guys. <laughs> and then she's like, okay, and then she goes back to what she was doing. Um, and then you see very quickly a flash of, like, blue, and then you hear a crack, and a chunk from one of the more complete legs just kind of cracks and slides off and hits the ground, and that catches all the scientists' attention. Uh-oh. And they run over. I think it's not... What? 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 Did you? Did you? No. Did you? What? See, this no, is no, why. No. <laughs> this is not safe for people who are not trained. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> how's my mission taking stuff to Billy? Basically, uh, you've reached the ladder up. Okay, I guess you just climb it. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> everything's floating. It's fine. And as you exit the cavern, you see someone uh, across the bridge on, like, where, th- where the wagon would be. And you do see all that smoke rising. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, stop that! me! <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear a voice shout, Don't worry, I calmed him down! <laughs> Thank you! Also, who are you? It's me, it's Cassandra! Uh, wait. What? Back to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I'm flabbergasted, like, what do I do? What do we do? Um, uh, Bell, you feel a tap behind you, and you turn and you see your Pokemon there. And, uh, Sigurd looks fine, but Sadie looks extremely frazzled. And you also need to get the researchers out. Do we scare them? <laughs> I suppose we go out of earshot so that they don't, they don't hear us conspiring against yes, them. Yes, I'm assuming that you're not <laughs> shouting your plans at them. <laughs> okay, what are we going to do to get them out of here? Also, Sadie, what, what happened to you, honey? Duh, duh, Duskal. Mm-hmm. And she kind of looks around and like, even she doesn't know how to find the words. She doesn't know how to find the skulls. Mm-hmm. To dusk. <laughs> what, quite what happened. Uh, she she kind of waves her little arms, and then finally she, she turns to Ashley, who I assume you left with. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I She turns to Ashley. Duskull? 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 And Ashley is like... Like, Ashley looks really concerned. Ralphs! And Ashley turns to Kurt. Ralphs, 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 Ralphs! And then Kurt turns to you. Ashley says 
that Duskull says that there's something wrong. Well, you're saying that something's wrong. I'm trying to figure out the, the words because cause Ashley doesn't really speak Duskull. And she doesn't think that Sadie really knew what happened. There was... There's a hand out of its socket. I don't know what that means. There's bones? Oh god. I mean, we're in ruins and there's a ghost here, so there's probably a few bones. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> I shudder. <laughs> Hey, when we saw that ghost Cassandra, the, she was holding a rock, and... It had two dots and a zigzag on it. I remember. I wonder... I'm gonna roll my called education to see if I remember what that rock is. If it's something significant. Anyways, uh, Lindsay, go again from I'm gonna roll my occult. Alright. Okay, that one's decent, so... 10, 15. Decent, that's pretty good. Alright, on a 15, so you remember from the description that Gabe gave you that that is what's known in most occult circles as the odd keystone. It's some manner of rock. It was probably used as a grave marker, and when utilized properly in the right kind of ritual, it can summon a not necessarily malevolent Pokemon, but a rather angry one that will lash out towards the surrounding people. I think maybe we can wait them out. Maybe we can just camp this place out until they're done and come back at night. Yeah, like we're gonna be close anyway. Because I, I can't think of anything to... They, they seem very passionate in getting this work done and they, they appear backlogged so they're not gonna take a break until their shift is done. Um, I don't know. I never really said when you guys started out on today's journey. I assumed it was midday. Okay. So probably several hours yet. Yeah. We might not have that much time, but... If we just hang around the lakefront for a bit, like hiding in bushes or whatever... Yeah. They'll just think that we're gone. Yeah. Or we could just go back. You're not there. You can't have opinions. I know. <laughs> Look, we'll go get uh, Julian. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what he thinks about this. Yeah. What does Julian think about hiding in the bushes, twenty feet away from a place with inns? <laughs> we gotta stay out the place, okay? <laughs> and then Kurt says, "I I can stake out. I've been staking out this place for like the past week." I mean, the kid's got a point. I mean, him st- sticking around here will aggravate them, but they, they've already accepted the fact that he's he'll probably just stay up up above near the cave entrance, so yeah. they won't they won't think much of it. Alright, we're used to I guess we head back up to the top. So we cut, so meanwhile while this was happening, Julian was up top alone with Cassandra. 
Hey, long time no see, Cassandra. Yeah, I think last time was... Orberg? I don't think I saw you guys on the road, did I? Weren't you at Barbochilla? No, I didn't make it this year. And I, if I remember correctly, don't I remember seeing her there? You remember seeing the image of Cassandra. Also, wasn't she, like, in an outfit or something? Yeah, she was in, like, an old-fashioned outfit. You also saw a picture of her on the wall where yeah. you guys were running to congratulate Gabe on winning the contest. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's weird because I remember talking to you there. And it... That's weird. Uh, actually, I have something I wanted to ask you. Uh, while me and the gang were at uh, Barbocella, Gabe participated in the contest, which he won, and uh, when we were going down to congratulate him, uh, on the wall was a photograph, like a really old one, and the lady in it looked a lot like, a lot like you. And she kind of tilts her head. Really? Huh. That's interesting. I mean, it's probably one of my, like, great, great, great aunts or something like that. I mean, my bloodline has been around the region for basically forever. For generations. Oh, yeah. Uh, what role to make there? Would that be, like, a intuition? See if she's laying me... Yes, intuition to figure her out. If she's telling the full story. She's telling the truth. Okay, uh, and I guess question two. While I was in there, the, the, fuck, what's the word? word? Ruins. Uh, we literally encountered a ghost, like a ghost person. Oh my god, oh, that's so cool. They look like you. Oh, come on. No, I'm, <laughs> Cassandra, I am not joking here. I am dead serious. I get what you did there. <laughs> dead serious? Uh, <laughs> oh god, I guess this is how Gabe feels. Uh, <laughs> ha! <laughs> but no, I am I am serial serious. Super serious. Like, that ghost look one-to-one to you. Well, again, it was probably one of my ancestors. I mean, ancestors tend to look a little different, don't they? Well, yeah, but like when... Well, that, that a thousand like a, years difference. That looked like a carbon copy of you. Okay, but Julian, that's silly. I mean, I'm not a ghost. Feel me. Feel. And then as you reach out, she grabs your hand and she just puts it against her face. <laughs> See? See? I'm, I'm not I'm not a ghost. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, if you're... I felt warm-bloodedness, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. I don't know, man. Plus, I just got here. That that was just... Uh, I, I guess I'm just freaked out a little bit. Because, like... It look, they look... All, all, all these things look exactly... And I talked to you at Barbocella. I could have sworn that was you. Okay, but I... Well, actually, 
I do have an explanation for that, because sometimes people say that when they see ghosts, the ghosts are reliving moments from their past lives. So, when you saw... So you probably saw a ghost at Barbocella, and when you thought you were talking to it, it was actually having a conversation from, like, decades in the past with someone else who's also already dead, probably. Did it, did it seem like the ghost was talking to you, or were they just talking at you? I don't know, DM. Where are they? They... <laughs> I mean, it didn't seem like she was responding to your questions. It seemed like she was somewhere completely else. I mean, thinking about it, like, they kind of... It seemed like that they were talking to someone else when we were at prodding that person. I don't know, man. I'm not as well-versed with the occult as you or even Belle. So this is all really freaking me out. Okay, well... Don't freak out. It's it's nothing to be alarmed by. It's just that ghosts exist and psychic powers do exist. And, yeah, that is established. And there are people in my family history who have lived and also died. So it's not too Same. far away. Hundred percent of people who lived also died. Yeah. Well, mostly. Um, well, <laughs> the point being. That it's not really the outside the realm of possibility that some of my ancestors came back as ghosts and you encountered them in places where there are ghosts. Okay, then. I guess I'll just have to make heads or tails of that. It's just weird. I keep The ghosts that we keep running into look are, like, of your family, I guess? Yeah, that's weird. It must, it must be something in the blood. How big was your family? How big? Well, I mean, if if you look at anyone's family tree, if you go Huge. if you go right back to the roots and then just draw lines from all the descendants, they get pretty big. Yeah, like yeah. if if we mapped out my entire family tree and your entire family tree, and there was an overlap at some point, would you be shocked? Because I wouldn't. Well, not really. No. Like over over thousands of years. Probably yeah, a common ancestor, I guess. Yeah. I look. I, I I remember someone showing me my mom's side of the family, and it is fucking gigantic. And my dad's side family is tiny in comparison. <laughs> yeah. So and now <laughs> and now look at you. You're a happy medium. <laughs> and I'm uh, also uh, and I'm also a happy medium. Hey! Ha! Aha! Aha! And that, at that point, everyone else comes out of the cavern. I assume Bay and uh, and uh, Lee have loaded up everything. Yes. Okay. So, what brings you here, Cassandra? Then? Oh, I just I got a feeling that I needed to be at the ruins around this time. Well, there's obviously someone in there who. Maybe you'd be able to talk to? Can you talk to the dead? Um... Eh. And she does one of those maybe, maybe not gestures. Okay, I guessed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there. I, I guess there's some cool occult stuff in there. I want to check that out. Nice, I'll be sure to take a look if they let me. How, how are they down there? Uh, a little pushy. 
A little pushy. Great, I so... Mean, we were able to get down there fine, but uh, that's because we're a part of the underground society. So, yeah. Right. Oh, well, I am too. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, then you shouldn't have a problem then. Yeah, ho hopefully. I'll, I'll just be careful. I'll make sure I don't say the wrong thing, because that feels like something that could come up. Yeah. Yeah. Also, hey, Belle, hey, Gabe, what's up? Hey. Hey. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. I talked about this. Oh, okay. Uh, common ancestor, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Seems um, legit. And she wasn't at Barbagella. Oh. Um, yeah, I think that was a ghost too. Sounds like maybe. <sighs> Me too. Me too, man. Um, okay, so anyway, there might be an odd keystone underneath that pile of rubble and the temple part, and uh, we need to find it. And uh, immediately, Cassandra's eyes are like, "What? An odd keystone down there? Oh my gosh, maybe this is what called me to this place." The the stone that the ghost was carrying. Oh, the, the swirly thing. Yes. Um, and then Kurt is just looking at Cassandra enraptured, and then she sees him and she turns like, "Oh, hello, young man. I think I know what's on your mind." And he just points like, Words, words, Kurt. No, yeah, I had that same reaction too. Yeah, in like internally. Yeah. Yeah. And then Cassandra kneels down and she takes Kurt's hand in her own, like, "Listen, I can explain everything, and it's all gonna make sense. You just have to relax a little bit." And we can have. Yeah, you've got a. Oh, you've got. You've got Julian's Ralphs. Oh, that's that'll really help. Julian, is it okay if we borrow Ashley for a few hours just to help mediate this? Uh, I think so, yeah. You, you okay with that, Ash? Ralph! Yeah, she's okay with that. <laughs> okay, so, um, Kurt, me and you and Ashley, we're gonna head into town. We're just gonna have a little tete-a-tete -tete so I can explain the situation to you. Uh, the three of you, you can do whatever you want. Did you say that you were gonna wanted to get that odd keystone too? Uh, or at least figure out what its deal is because yeah. it's boots of my dusk all seedy. Oh yeah, that that could possibly happen. Mm, yeah. Okay. So I think it's best if we all head into town and and just wait until evening because we're we're not gonna be getting we're not gonna be getting in there with the researches that they have now. Yeah, that, that was my general idea. Yeah. No, yeah, Team Astro's not going to let us. We have to wait. Team Astro? Team Astro? Oh, wait, did I forget to mention that? Mention what? Yeah. Oh, um, one of the researchers is a Team Astro spy. I'm sorry, what?!
Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium is a super fun network podcast. To stay updated on other SFN podcasts, follow us on Twitter at RealSFN and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash superfunnetwork. You can also follow Tanner at SparkyUpstart, Lindsay at LindsayM476, Ryan at Vagabond Haunted, and Duncan at CloudHeadDuncan.